my angels. It's the last episode of the year of the many versions of you, 2022. I'm your host, Rachel, and I'm so happy that you're back for another week with me and of this weird limbo in between Christmas and New Year's time and the last week of the year. It feels a little wonky and I'm just happy that I have this to keep me grounded, keep me focused, and keep me accountable to check in, check in with myself, check in with y'all, and to not just let the week completely disappear in front of my eyes. I'll set the scene for you. I'm home alone. It never happens. No one's here. Not my daughter. Not my husband. Not my father-in-law. Not my brother-in-law. It's a complete rarity. And I'm feeling very grateful for that because, as you know, the alone version of me is one of my favorites because I can be really intentional, really grounded, set the scene for myself exactly as I need. So I have my new candle burning, the Los Angeles scent from PF Candle Co., um, which was a present for Christmas. And I just smoked a joint and have my new handmade ashtray, which was also a Christmas present. I'm seated at my desk It's super dreary out, really overcast, really gray, kind of feels like a true winter mood, which is a nice little way to end the year, feels like a perfect time for a little hibernation and self-reflection and perfect time to sit down and... You know what I'm going to say, journal. I feel like this is literally just a podcast about journaling. But that's okay because I'm a Virgo who is a writer who loves to put stuff down in notebooks. So anyway, I feel like what I wanted to focus on today was intentions for 2023. Not resolutions, intentions. We're keeping it super positive here and we're also keeping it super goal-oriented instead of saying what we're not going to do and being restrictive of whatever because I feel like New Year's resolutions are usually a lot of like I won't do xyz as much. This is more about like setting intentions for 2023 in a few categories that are really important to you. Keep it really just simple stupid k-i-s-s no just joking i'm what i wanted to say was now that joint doesn't feel like a good idea great um what i wanted to say was grab a piece of paper grab a pen grab a notebook get out a brand new moleskin whatever you want to do for your new year energy and you want to pick a handful of categories i picked personally five that I want to focus on that are relevant to me for a few intentions in each category. So here's my five categories. I have personal, health, career, love, and motherhood. 
So you can pick your own five categories. You can copy them if those seem relevant for you. You could do whatever you want. You could do more or less. Five seemed like a manageable number, and these are pretty much all the areas and versions of myself that I want to reflect and focus on. So now basically you can think about all the different areas that you want to improve on in your life and organize by the categories what are some tangible, actionable steps that you can actually take to have improvement in each area and be really intentional about a few select things to focus on in each area so you don't get super overwhelmed with a bunch of random resolutions that are hard to execute because there's really no through line or, you know, organization. Whereas this is sort of, if you are using the same categories that I used, I used personal. Personal is the inner world, the introverted version of you, the solo you, I say the alone me. It's the things that will only make sense to you. So someone else reading your intentions for personal might make no sense to them. Health, a lot more universal. That's kind of more when you're inhabiting that collective you, like everybody is trying to improve their health. So a common New Year's resolution might be, I want to be healthier. I'm going to join a gym. I'm going to eat better. But intentions has a different energetics to it. Intentions for your health in 2023, I feel like are a little bit more specific and a little bit more positive, goal-oriented. I know the word intentions and resolutions are synonyms. They're very similar. Obviously, you can use them interchangeably. But it's the many versions of you, and this is a rather woo pod. So I am thinking of it from the energetics of it where you're trying to think about a better version of you, a more conscious version of you, a more mindful version of you that you want to inhabit. So things that you intend to just live and encompass in 2023. So for health, it can be a little bit more specific. Like what is your diet and what is your workout and what is like your exercise schedule? What does that look like in 2023 if you're being an ideal version of you? If you're being that higher version of you, what does it look like to have health in 2023 and be able to say that that's an area that is successful in your life? So just sort of like stew on what that looks like, feels like, tastes like, smells like write down food that comes to mind right away that you want to eat more on a daily basis, like a smoothie or a recipe for a salad or a recipe for something plant-based or something that you can make in a large batch so you can have, you know, more on-the-go prepared snacks that are healthier when you're out and about to just stay away from 
those other versions of yourself that you don't love when you're a hangry version of you, when you're an unprepared version of you. So what we're leaning towards on this list is the more realized versions of ourselves and what we can use as a barometer is versions of ourselves that are current that we aren't loving and that aren't aligning with us and that we don't really want to bring with us into the next year. So this can be the imposter syndrome episode, that perfection version of myself. I would love to sort of ditch a lot of that. And I feel like I have worked this year to ditch a lot of that. And I just went back to my journal from this year and um, exactly a month ago this week, something I journaled was lately I've become more confident in myself. I practice a lot more kindness to myself this year. I used headspace self-compassion meditations to give myself some gratitude, tenderness, and moments to be still and reflect. So it's nice to be able to go back and look at that and realize that it is possible to improve and to be a more evolved version of ourselves each and every day. We don't need to be too grand about January 1 of a new year because I've seen a lot of content lately from a bunch of different creators that are saying winter is a really hard time to become a new and improved version of yourself because even though it's the end of our solar year, it's still a time that in the past we were meant to stay inside, stay indoors, hibernate, look inward, do less, exert less, slow down, be more intentional and meditative and thoughtful with not only ourselves and our thoughts, but with our resources. It was a time where food was scarce, supplies were scarce, going into town wasn't an option for a lot of people. People were literally like hunkered down inside. They were canning and they were preserving and they were growing their own food and they had animals and they had eggs and chickens and, you know, it looks totally different. And nowadays, the end of the year is such a blur. It's such a hectic energy. It's such a scattered time for so many of us. And just the opening and closing and the shutting down and days off. And sometimes the coffee shops are closed. The restaurants are closed. Your businesses are closed. The suppliers that you need for your your vendors whatever even if you're an entrepreneur like things are closed like there is a shift for sure but it's not like it used to be and I think we can be very obsessed with like let's become perfect next year and I'm really I'm not trying to say anything like that I'm not trying to promote more hustle culture it's way more about lighting a candle, sitting down at a desk, at a chair, with paper, with a pencil. Like these are all like tangible analog materials 
that we might not connect with on a day-to-day basis, or if we do, it could be for work. But this is just about the intentions of yourself and the intentional version of you that is sort of, you know, maybe a subconscious you or the ideal you, the highest version of you, whatever. Tap into that and just jot down areas you want to improve on in the categories. And you can be broad with it. I have just started writing down things that I want to improve and focus on for next year. And then I'll go back and look at the categories and pick things that I can do to shift my energy and change my perspective and just tangible to-dos, actionable steps that will make it so that I'm a better version of myself in each of those categories. So the personal you, the healthy you, the career you, the love you, the mother me, you know, what does it look like to inhabit my ideal version of self in each of those different facets of me? Okay, and I'm going to end the pod this week with my journal entry from this time last year. It looks like I was very into tarot at that time, which coming full circle, I have been using my tarot deck again. So I guess winter is a nice time to tap back into that witchier spiritual energy for me personally. So these words are from Tatiana Tarot on Instagram at Tatiana Tarot. I'm going to link her. I feverishly searched for this as a video, as a post. I cannot find it. I am 99.9% sure that she is the source. But unfortunately, I didn't write down anything besides the name of the tarot card. So anyway, I'll still link her account because it's the best and I'm almost positive this is her take. The card is Queen of Swords. You are more brilliant than you give yourself credit for. Time to tap into your genius and write those ideas, map out your intentions, and outsmart the rest. This is a time to be solution-oriented rather than dwell on problems. How would your life shift if you experimented with changing your perspective this way for a week? Pray with your chest. If you want something, let the spirits know with full conviction you are deserving of your desires and have the power of manifestation through communication, tongue, written, etc. Let people know how you truly feel instead of holding it in. Give voice to those emotions that are stuck and stored in your body. Your expression grants them space to be free. Put order in your life. Where do you need to strengthen boundaries and show more discipline? Your soul has something to say. Give it the space to communicate freely without judgment. Your discernment is sharp. Pay attention to what is shown to you through subtleties. We all have senses that reveal our intentions before our mouths do. What you think and how you feel about yourself trumps all. Are you in need of adjusting your crown and letting others know who they're dealing with? What I'm taking from that is putting order into my life, strengthening boundaries, showing more discipline. I feel like that is a really good place to start setting the intentions around Nothing too lofty, nothing 
unrealistic, unachievable, but just putting some order, rhythm, routine, structure by planning out my days better, strengthening my boundaries, which will help in all five categories, and showing more discipline, which again applies to everything. It's the more that you put in, the more that you get out, is what I said. You get out what you put in was an episode of the pod a couple episodes ago. And it also mentions paying attention to what is shown to us through subtleties. We all have senses that reveal our intentions before our mouths do. What you think and how you feel about yourself trumps all. This is really encompassing so many themes of the podcast. On my spiritual episode, I talked about the clairsenses, being clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient. These are subtleties that are revealing our intentions before our mouths do. I love that. And I also love the idea of what you think and how you're feeling and talking about yourself to yourself affecting all, trumping all. That's something that I mention on almost every episode, keeping that positive mental attitude, the mindset shifts, the perspective, the meditation, the journaling. It's all coming back to just strengthening that inner wisdom and self-compassion and being less self-critical. Like I said at the beginning of the pod, not being restrictive with our resolutions, not saying what we don't want to do, but more of what we do want to do, more of what we want to call in. And naturally, what we don't want to have and what's not in energetic alignment will just sort of like fall by the wayside when we're replacing it with better daily habits. So anyway, hopefully this was inspiring and uplifting and a good reminder to sit down, grab a notebook, put down your intentions for next year, and just be really mindful of the version of you that you're bringing into the new year. So I'm going to wrap it up. I love you guys. As always, follow online, rate, review, subscribe. Please send me DMs, send me any message or feedback that you want because I love the dialogue and conversation that I have with you guys every time that someone reaches out and say that they loved an episode. It really does mean a lot to me. So I'm grateful for you guys. I'm intending to do some really fun podcasts and in fact, maybe even an interview soon. I know that I keep teasing it, but it's harder than you would think to arrange. Anyway, ciao and happy new year. Y'all.